do you feel like you're working harder than you've ever worked before? You're doing everything that's always worked well for you, yet you're not getting the results that you used to get. In fact, your work, your results are getting worse and you're getting more tired. That's very common in leadership and management. And what we're going to go through in today's podcast is why that happens, how you can look at it in a different way and what you can do about it. One, two, three, four. So the big question is this, how do visionary business owners and leaders like us create cultures that attract and motivate our ideal team members without burning them out? How do we create cultures that work exceptionally well for us, our team members, our clients, and our businesses? That's the big question, and this podcast gives you the answers. My name is Mike Jones, and welcome to the Better Happy Business Culture Podcast. So it's really common for business owners, managers, new managers, leaders, CEOs to to work harder than they've ever worked before using the skills and um, tactics they've used that have, that have served them well today only to find that they feel like they're spinning their wheels and not getting anywhere or or their results are actually declining and it's really quite tough for people because typically business owners managers leaders are quite passionate about their work and passionate about getting results so when we're working hard and we feel like we're not getting results that has a, a negative toll on our mental health so this is really common and what I want to do is just talk you through a bit of a, a, an analogy that will help you look at this in a different way and understand it from a different viewpoint. So what we're going to think about is gears in a car. So when you're starting a business or when you're uh, before you get to management or leadership in a career, you get rewarded for being really good in gear one. And what gear one is, is like in a car the acceleration gear so it's good for speed it's fast it's um it's reactive but it can only take you up to a certain speed and what happens for most of us is we actually spend years of our careers in gear one so for me i served in the military i worked on deep sea fishing boats um, and then i started my first business uh, when i was 25 on my own so i started as a kind of solopreneur as such so all of those careers really were requiring me to be good in, in, in gear one. They required me to be able to react, to work quickly, to, to, to get loads of stuff done um, and to just work hard. And my attitude of being good in gear one served me well in those different places. It got my business started. It got me recognized in the military for being active and um, proactive. It got me, uh, it stood me out on the fishing boats as being a really hard worker because I was very good at just getting stuff done, getting stuff done, being reactive, taking things on. So um, you might not be a business owner, maybe you're a um, senior leader or, or a new manager. The same thing is true, right? So for years and years and years before you've got to this position, you've been rewarded for your ability to do and react and respond, not for your ability to plan or be strategic or develop a team. Uh, and this is something that we see with lots of business owners as well. So the business owner starts the business, they do everything themselves, they get it going, they get it successful, they bring in new clients, and then they start to develop a team and um, their technique no longer works for them. So this is the key distinguishing factor. Once you find yourself in a position where you are now responsible for a team, the gear's got to change. So that might be because you've now grown a team within your business, or it might be because you're a manager, so now you've got a team, or it could be that you're the CEO of a company, so you've got lots of people that you're responsible for. So what's happening now is, is um, the dynamics changed and you can't just carry on speeding around in gear one. Basically the vehicle's going faster. So 
as, as, as happens in a car, as the speed picks up, we need to shift gear. Otherwise, if we stay in that low gear for too long, that the engine labors and it eventually stop working. So um, as more people, as we take on more le- leadership for more people, the, the, that's happening because we're be, being successful in our businesses or in our careers. Um, so now we need to re- rely on something more called leverage. We need to um, be able to get the most out of other people. And this is where the big transition happens because if you carry on speeding around in gear one when you've got a team, not only will you not get great results, you will actually start to go negative. And this is a real mental health challenge for so many people. I, I, I do lots of work with different business owners and managers and leaders. And this is something that I, that I see really common that's not talked about a lot. And that is that these people are trying to carry on with the technique that's worked well for them before. And why wouldn't they if it's served them well today? And not only is it not working for them, it's actually leading to negative results, which has a really negative impact on the person's mental health. So it, it comes down to that common saying of what got you here won't get you there. And it's learned behavior, right? So so your learned behavior is that by me working hard and me being reactive and me taking on as much as possible and me having a really kind of hard work um, attitude, I, I get results, so I make progress. But what happens when a team comes in and the, and the vehicle sped up, you're supposed to shift to gear two. And if you don't shift to gear two and you stay in gear one, what happens is you alienate your team. You think that you're doing a good job because you're working hard, but actually what you're doing is neglecting your team. Um, you're taking on too much work. So before you got to that leadership role, it paid you well to say yes to as much as possible. But once you're in a leadership role or a business ownership role, the, the emphasis shifts away from how much can you do to can you strategically plan to do the right things? Can you pick the right things to do and do them well? Um, you need to develop and engage your team you need to make sure that they're bought in because we think paying people is enough to get them to work hard, but that's wrong. We need to actually make them want to work hard for us. So basically what happens is is we need to spend a lot more time being strategic. We need to slow down. We need to go for that gear shift. We need to make sure that we spend time every month planning and thinking about what we're actually focusing on. We need to make sure that we've got a clear vision and mission that everybody's bought into. And the reason, again, that we've never had to do that before is because it's always been in our head we have a vision of what we want to achieve and that's why we work hard every day and that's what inspires us. And maybe we think that we can just kind of blurt that out to our teams in a few sentences and then they'll just get it, but they won't. You know, your, your vision in your mind has come around from years of experience and insights and knowledge and that does not stick in your employees or your team's heads just by you just kind of saying it to them once. So we need to communicate our vision uh, in an inspiring way that everybody can remember. That takes time. We need to show our teams that we care about them we need to engage our teams in the work. We need to get our teams bought into the new ideas that we're trying to pursue. And this all takes time. But if you're stuck in gear one of just being reactive and being busy, it can feel really difficult. You can feel really impatient and really frustrated. But you've got to go through that transition. If you do go through that transition and you start being a little bit more strategic and a little bit less busy, um, you'll start to get better results because you'll leverage your teams and your people and you'll have to work less, which is a win-win, right? But even though we know that on a logical level, emotionally it's still difficult to do because we just want to do what we've always done. So this is a difficult transition. And even though I've just said this to you, you're probably still going to struggle to do it because your go-to behavior and what you just feel is right is to just be busy doing things, even though you know from what we've just talked about, that's probably working against you. So what we've done is we've created a really cool tool on betterhappy.co.uk called the Proactivity Planner. And it's, it's not 
uh, super fancy or anything like that, but it's very effective. Um, what this does is it gives you minimum viable product strategy time. So this is specifically designed for that person who's in gear one, trying to shift up to gear two, and they um, just are struggling with that process. They just, even though they know they should be doing more planning and more time with their team, etc., um, they still stuck. You still get stuck in that kind of just being busy every day and then going home and feeling like you've been a busy fool. So uh, what this does is it it gives you a plan that you need to follow to do minimum viable kind of dose uh, strategy and planning time and time with your teams and it tells you to plan out half a day a week to to just focus on planning and not have any meetings. And what it's designed to do is convince the logical part of your brain that this is the right thing to do. So when you write down, when you fill out this planner and you write down the dates, all of a sudden they're cemented and then you have to stick to them because it because it has a check on there for you to uh, share these commitments with your teams. Um, so, so you commit to them and then what happens is because you've committed to them, you're much more likely to do them because what happens a lot of time is we put this stuff in the diary and then we just say, oh, I'm not going to do it because um, this more important things come in. But when you write them down and share them with others, that, that significantly reduces the likelihood of you neglecting them. And then once you do this for... Uh, 12 weeks to six months what will happen is you will start to realize that you're not as busy as you were before because you're spending more time on strategy and development and you're getting better results and what that does is it convinces that rational part of your brain well i should say irrational part of your brain that keeps trying to say to you, you should be busy you, you haven't got time for this there's too much to do that part of your brain that's kind of keeping you stuck in gear one when it sees that you're getting these better results by doing this strategy stuff then it starts to realize that oh okay this is the right thing to be doing when it starts to realize that your team's happier and more engaged, it realizes that, okay, this is the right thing to be doing. When it realizes that you've actually got more free time because your team is so aligned and focused and engaged, um, so you're actually getting better results whilst working less. Once it realizes that through going through this process, then it starts to become much easier for you to shift up through these gears. So if you're stuck in gear one, uh, stuck being reactive, stuck being busy, feeling like your team's not engaged because you are busy and you're, and you're not spending enough time with them, Head over to betthappy.co.uk, go to free resources and download the Proactivity Planner. It's V2, the V1 is the older one, which is for something that some of our older clients use. V2 is better. So head over there uh, and download that. And just remember the, the kind of whole theme of everything that we talk about at Better Happy, and that is that um, your life, your teams and your business are better when you're happy. And happy isn't just, okay, like we feel nice and there's no stress. Happy is we're growing together, we're challenged together. We're pushing ourselves together and, and, and we're moving towards a meaningful goal uh, as a team. That's when we that's when we get the better happy process right. Because when you do that, work becomes a win-win for you, for the business, for your teams and for your customers. Thank you for tuning in to the Better Happy Business Culture Podcast. If you found this episode useful, please be sure to share it on social media and connect with me and tag me in that share so that I can see what you are finding useful. Too many people are unhappy at work, whether it's business owners or CEOs or managers or team members, and that's limiting the impact of our businesses and limiting the enjoyment that we find in life. It doesn't need to be that way. With the right strategy in place, you can make sure that work is enjoyable for you and your people so it can grow faster. If you want to find out more about that and help us spread that message, please make sure that you head over to betterhappy.co.uk and jump onto our mailing list by subscribing so that we can bring you into our community and keep you up to date with the latest tips, tactics and strategies to make work great for everyone.